Thank you so much for joining me here on the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show's return. I am Dr. C, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. And as always, when I speak about Ground Zero, it does not mean that we are at rock bottom. We are simply standing on solid ground where we can get our footing, dig in deeply, and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights so that we can soar with the eagles. Today is time for another 15 to 30 minutes of motivation and inspiration to start your week off on a positive note. I know that it's already Monday, some places in the world. So whether it's Sunday morning or Monday afternoon or late afternoon or evening, listen, it's the beginning of this week. And whatever moment you're in, whether you're tomorrow people or whether you're listening to me from yesterday, the bottom line is we have a chance to look at life differently and start over again, start to make some things right in our lives. So the Sunday Morning Inspiration was started a few years ago, actually, and we're still into our 10-year celebration of the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network being on the airways. So what do we do here? I tend to take all of the experiences that uh, I have witnessed this week or, of course, had um, the pleasure or displeasure of um, experiencing for myself, I usually take a verse from the Bible and add real-world commentary to it. By doing so, I try to put a modern-day spin on some issues that were addressed in the past. So with that said, today is all about when evil people prosper. It seems like so many of us are witnessing some of the worst people that we know getting ahead and prospering, uh, getting things and moving on and rising while we are still struggling at whatever level we are. So today, this week's inspiration is from Psalm 37 of David. And I'm going to read from, even though I have an excerpt up on our website uh, for the show today, I'm going to read from my new Holman Rainbow Study Bible, uh, the NIV edition, that my good friend of more than 40 years gifted me. Um, Every year we get together and we exchange birthday and holiday gifts. So this year she had gifted me a rainbow Bible, which is one of the most precious gifts, in my opinion, I could have received. So with that said, Psalm 37 of David, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong for like the grass. They will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
Dwell in the Lord and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Let me say that part again. That's verse 4. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the, the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Again, for me, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not saying that I am one of the most prolific holy rollers of the world because I'm human. I sin, I make mistakes, but I do try to live the best life possible. But more and more, even in my life, I've noticed that a lot of people are getting propelled to new heights that they don't deserve to be at. A lot of people are prospering or appear. The key word here is appear to be. So I say to you today this. Your life is your life. Your journey is your journey. Your destiny is your destiny. Do not compare what others are or are not doing with your with your destiny, with your purpose, with your assignment. Your prize is waiting for you on the other side of your completion of what you were born on this earth to do. My voice is heard all over the world in so many areas. So many people have reached out. We are evolving. We are expanding. And then some of the worst people that I know on this planet are being propelled to new heights, are being put on pedestals, are being put in places of honor where they are non-deserving of. But guess what? That's not my cross to, to bear. Because these people, some of them have done wrong and evil. Some of them are living unpure lives. They spend their lives looking over their shoulders, sleeping with one and a half eyes open, because they never know when karma is going to come knocking. Then you have those who are more of the narcissist type. They don't even realize, they have convinced themselves that the world evolves around them. Even then, at some point, that evolution will stop. They will realize that it was never about them. No matter how high they rise, remember the laws of what? Physics? Inertia? All of these things? Push-pull? What goes up will eventually come down? not your cross to bear, not my cross to bear. Do I have to join the crowd and join the, the many disciples of these people and help to praise them to the highest when they have not deserved it? No, I do not. So several things that we can do, and this is just my opinion, we don't have to join the crowd. We can go against those who are following blindly, 
We can go forth in our lives with our eyes wide open and not wide shut. I have moments of silence because that's the time that I want you to digest what has been said. Figure out if you can apply it to your lives or the lives of others. Then I want you to share the program if you choose to do so with those who could benefit from this. My words are not for everyone. Some people have all of the answers. Some people love the fact that they know it all. They don't need help. They don't need guidance. They are the inexperienced experts who want to who want people to believe that they are the know-alls and the tell-alls. And they need you to feed into their he-goes and she-goes to help them feel important, to help them feel that they are indeed the best thing since air itself. You don't have to feed into this. You don't have to make your lives a race. You do not have to. Be in competition with anyone else. No matter how far I rise in this life, I know that at some point I'm going to be straight and boxed. I'm going to be put in that ground or in that furnace or whatever I choose to have done with this shell that will be left. What matters is what I did when I had life. In that shell, what I did, how I helped others, how I made people feel. I could miss out on my calling, on my purpose, because I'm too busy looking to my left, looking to my right, looking behind me to see what everyone is doing on both sides and how close my competition is to me, coming up on me. Life is not about competition and races. Life is about identifying what your purpose is. So many people, they come here, they, they, they're children, they go to school, they get out of school, they grow up. Some get married, some don't. Some get a job, some don't. Some have children, some won't. And then they die. That's only a small part of this thing called the circle of life. It's always been about you. Everything else, being a good parent, being a good friend, being a good neighbor, being a good supporter, whatever it is, that all falls into place. But nowhere in the process does it say to be competition. Sometimes, guess what? We are our own biggest supporters. We are our own biggest fans. Sometimes we have nothing but our faith and ourselves to depend on to get us to where we need to be. While you're busy, worried about what someone else is doing, you're missing out on your own successes, your own blessings, your own 
everything. Worrying about how the people who have wronged you are getting ahead or doing well or prospering. One thing that I've learned in my life is that everything that I had to go through, everything that I'm going through is preparing me for my next level. If you heard our show yesterday, the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe, which you can hear if you go into our archive player, I shared something with my ex and the neighbor that he had the affair with, who he's still with 10, 11 years later. They showed up, of course. I saw her a few days ago. And then, oddly enough, out of the blue, they drive up. She's driving the truck that she probably brought for him or bought for him because he has no driver's license. That I know for sure. And they drive, and then they do the U-turn, and they're next to my car, and then they drive off and go to her parents' house, which is out back. And, you know, I think that she did it to prove a point that I have your man. But in that same breath, so many of us, we're like, oh, she got my man, and they've been together for 10 years, and blah, 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 blah. I know what she has. I divorced him for a reason, people. I divorced him. Had I not divorced him, he would still be here with me, creeping with her. And if he hasn't married her yet, which I'm hoping that he does, so that she really cannot get rid of him, and then she can have him for the rest of his days until he decides to leave when one of his other women makes him a better offer. Some of you may say, why are you sharing this? I'm sharing this because so many of us, one of the things that we do when we've been hurt is that we like to compare and see what our our former partners are doing. Oh, he's happy. Why are you sitting there being upset? Why are you sitting there being sad and miserable over someone who did not want to be with you anymore? Love don't love no one who don't love you. You had your season. Whether that season was a year, six months, five years, ten years, or more, your season is over. You're going to miss out on that person who can truly respect you, honor you, and love you because you're too busy looking backwards at what was and feeling as though you lost something. When, things, when their time is over, you can't lose something that's dead. You can't lose something that's dying. And some of you may say, well, I lost my loved one. You can feel that sense of a loss, that they won't be there anymore. But in life, life is a circle. It's a cycle. It's a circle that will be completed. And leaving us as part of that circle. So if you choose to look at it as a loss, you can. But I'm not talking about when you're losing that love on your grandma or your favorite aunt or your parents or something like that. Right now, I'm looking, I'm talking about when we look at our lives, at our spouses, at our significant others, when they cheat on us and when they decide that they found someone better and they move on with him or her and you're left here. 
looking at them prospering. When you look at their lives, maybe what you see is not what it is. A lot of people love to put on a show. And when people have done that, a lot of times they want to make sure that you see the best side of them. But I need you to consider that for every good, there is a bad somewhere, somehow, at some time. You have those sneaky, conniving people at work who get away with everything and do everything, and they can get away with it. And the minute that you speak your piece, your job tries to silence you. That person is living a lie. That person always wonders if something happens, uh-oh, is it, are they coming for me? They know that they're lying. They know that they're not living well. While you go home and sleep good at night, what did I say earlier? These are the people who sleep with one and a half eyes open, if not both, that always look over their shoulders, that always try to hear what someone is whispering about in the corner to make sure that it is not directed at or about them. Yes, there are some people out here who think that the world belongs to them. It's all about them. Don't worry about those people. That's their own world that they're living in. Some people love to live a world of lies. You want to live in a world where you are living and full of joy and happiness and prosperity, no matter where that prosperity takes you. Take joy in the fact that you can live and sleep good at night. Stop worrying about everyone else's doing. Stop comparing your goodness with their evil doing and their prosperity. You're wasting time. That's taking away from your journey. That's taking away from your happiness. That's taking away from your prosperity. It only takes the blink of an eye to miss out on a major moment in our lives. You know, classic example, when they drove up and they were sitting there, I could have run out my door and burst the windows and said, you so-and-so and you da-da-da-da-da. I know where I am. And someone on the show yesterday, he said, let's see what's happened since. You got rid of the ex-husband. Your business is prospering. You've got a new job. You have, um, you went to college. You graduated from law school. You have new opportunities. All of these things. When we stop worrying about what others are doing, we prosper. Believe you me, many of these people who you think are living on top of the world are just making pretend for the public eye. You see, before my husband and I broke up, he made it a point to tell me exactly what he thought of the neighbor and exactly why he chose to be with her. She's controllable. She won't question him. When he came home to me, I reminded him of his shortcomings. He couldn't have that. He's a king of the con. 
He tried to be a good person, but that did not work for him. He needs someone who will give him everything that he wanted. He talked about that Ford F-150, and he was under the impression that I was going to get it for him. I did not, but he's driving one now, and I guarantee you that she had a hand in it. And I guarantee you that she's probably paying the insurance. And I guarantee you that, well, I can't really guarantee that because she has no clue probably that he doesn't even have a license to drive. That was revoked in multiple states a long time ago, specifically Maryland and Virginia. He tried to get a license before and Virginia caught it in the system. They demanded that he bring the license back. If you lost someone who you used to love and they've moved on, that means that you're wide open to the possibilities of finding that person who you were meant to be with in the end anyway. At work, you keep doing well. If you don't like where you are, you find a new job and you leave. And hopefully you will get to that place where you are happy and thriving and enjoy being It's as simple as that. Stop living in the shadows of your past. Stop comparing your movement to other people's speed. You're on a journey. You decide if you want that journey to be full of excitement and the unknown and discovery, or if you want that journey to be or try to be like others. Because then you're living someone else's dream, someone else's life. You're walking on someone else's path. And at the end, that path was meant for that person who you are trying to compare yourself to, not you. So you can never obtain what they obtained because you're on the wrong path. And the prize at the end was meant for them, not you. Whatever that prize is, good or bad. So stay in your lane. Stay on your path. Stop worrying about when evil people prosper. So I'm Dr. C., of course, the mediator, and she wrote right here at Our Ground Zero. I hope you take heed to my words. Trust me, I'm living proof, proof positive of what happens when you let go of looking to your left, your right, and behind you. Keep your eyes on your prize, which is right in front of you, and it's waiting for you at the end of your road. So as always, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way and knocking at your door at this very moment and beyond. We began with the ringing of our singing bowl. We will end our program this way and with the Marathon of Kingdom Movement theme song in acapella. So until next time, I may be back again next week, but if not, I'll see you 
not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday following on the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. And I'll see you again on the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show. Until then, be well, be blessed, and have a God-awesome day. To myself, giving my heart to someone else, who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Oh, the way that God loves me. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me? The way that God loves me. God loves me. Mm-hmm. The way that God loves me. But I bathed me. in the mind. Mm-hmm. Submerged myself. The way that God loves me.